0: Hello everyone, welcome back. I'm Tim Soh and this is our fourth edition of InvestKL Conversations. In our second episode of the series International Investments in Malaysia, we hear from Natasha Pfeiffer, Managing Director Asia BAE Systems International. She was a panelist during the webinar titled Doing Business in ASEAN, focused on Malaysia that was hosted by the British Malaysian Chamber of Commerce and InvestKL.
1: Malaysia is actually our headquarters for the Asia region, um, but in Asia specifically, uh, we have a presence in Malaysia, Singapore, Indonesia, and Thailand. We've been in Malaysia for over 50 years, and in fact, it's the largest international defense and security supplier to Malaysia, uh, we have major platforms across all three of the services and a significant presence in cyber security. Uh, We have a global engineering centre here in Kuala Lumpur that employs 320 people, and this has actually increased tenfold since its inception in 2013. Um, The business actually represents 10% of our cyber business's global footprint and is the second um, largest outside the UK. Um, On the defence side, our head office employs 14 staff, and we also have a joint venture with BHIC. C, uh, which employs another 15 employees across this n- footprint in Malaysia nearly 80% of our employees are Malaysian um, and we also have a fairly large side footprint in Singapore with around 72 staff and this business started in 2008 all
0: businesses have been impacted by COVID-19 what is BAE doing to mitigate this in Malaysia
1: this business doesn't actually just work for uh, Malaysia and, and does engineering and, and cyber services for Malaysia. This is a global centre which, which does a lot of global work um, and in fact we continue to grow this to support more global work. So you know it's 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 a great place for us to do it from. Um, the majorities of those roles are high-tech um, and Malaysia does offer a great talent pool. Um, 75% of our high-tech roles are full by. Malaysians 23 is, is from actually regional in ASEAN, uh, and we only have a 2% expat specialist. Um, so for me, Malaysia provides great diversity, good infrastructure, uh, competitive real estate prices, um, government support through tax exemptions, you know, English language, etc. Those are all absolute great benefits for us to, to run such a centre out of Malaysia. Um, for me personally, from a head office perspective, of who manage Asia from here. Um, it's obviously been very difficult during this pandemic, um, but, you know, that's probably not Malaysia's fault. It's the, the same thing every Everywhere, um, I cannot get to my offices in uh, the rest of ASEAN, in Japan, Korea, etc. Um, but that's a, you know, that's a challenge that I think everyone has been facing when they are uh, sitting in one country and, and managing teams and customers uh, from across the the place. We're working very closely with the, the three forces to come up with new and innovative ideas to help them through these tough economic um, times. You know, instead of buying new equipment, uh, you know, upgrades, we're offering upgrades. We continue to support um, the Hawk aircraft. And obviously, defence and security is an essential service. So we've been able to do that throughout this pandemic, um, which has been great. But, it, you know, we need to just think maybe a little bit differently and be a bit more innovative um, and work with our customers to get through the tough economic situation.
0: Have BAE's priorities changed during this period and the foreseeable future?
1: Asia is, is very important for us. Um, as a business, we did several COVID, COVID impact uh, assessments throughout last year, you know, working with consultants and so forth, and, um, you know, no one has a crystal ball, so we looked at various scenarios. But it's, you know, it could be a short-term thing. This was in March last year. We looked at it and said, okay, this is going to go away within a month, and and so we looked forward. Um, and, and I'm we sort of just generally looks at um, security and where we sit, um, won't say too much about that, but we are in a in a fairly interesting place in the world um, with various countries that don't necessarily um, get along with each other. Uh, so you can imagine there's a, there's a lot of nervous governments and, and nervous um, countries around uh, the Asia region. So um, from our perspective, you know, defense and security budgets across the region has not really changed. Um, some of the Southeast Asia countries do have a little bit more of economic pressure. And as I mentioned earlier, there's ways and innovative ideas how we can work through that. Um, But I think the important thing, again, is, you know, as a company, we don't just look at selling our products from our industrial bases of the UK or the US or um, any of those countries. We actually look at uh, transferring technology um, and, and doing local production. So we have partners here. And again, those make a difference to uh, the, the countries that we um, you know we offer our products to that they can actually grow their businesses here so you probably would have heard malaysia and ASEAN talk frequently about factory 4.0 um and you know as, well as and the various others have mentioned high-tech roles um you know those are the sort of things that that we're looking at and, and looking bringing into the region um, interestingly i would say our global engineering center um productivity has actually increased during this time of working at home you can imagine these are very high-tech um, folks working behind the computer, um, you know, developing various things which which I cannot go into. But um, they, and, and that's mainly due to no commute and less illness. So um, interestingly, you know, that, that that productivity has gone up for us.
0: How will BAE work alongside future Malaysian plans?
1: Our dealings are purely with government. Uh, you know, the the, the forces, the uh, land, air and sea forces are the ones who use our equipment. So for us to set up an industrial base here in Malaysia, for example, if we were to co-develop an aircraft, I'm taking it obviously, uh, you know, to an extreme or, um, you know, uh, setting up a a manufacturing site here for something that we potentially are are looking at um, supplying across ASEAN, uh, you know, Got to be frank, but Malaysia will have to then, um, you know, start developing some of those programs. Uh, Malaysia did write a defence white paper uh, probably 18, uh, just over 18 months ago. Um, some of those things are on track, uh, but some not. And hence my point earlier about we really try and work very closely uh, with the forces and the government to help them um, defence is a here it is extremely important for Malaysia, for as a nation, um, and some of the equipment does need to be uh, changed or upgraded. Uh, they all know that, um, but I think there's other areas that that we as a company can look at as well. Um, pilot training is is a big thing at the moment across the region. Is there a way that um, you know we could do something bigger with ASEAN or even wider in Asia um, that doesn't necessarily you know is just for Malaysia and therefore they can work together. Uh, um, you know, we've got the FPDA, uh, Five Power Defense Agreement. Those nations can work closer together. Um, so it, it is, uh, it, it's ongoing conversations with, with the government. But as I say, it's you know, very different to retail. So a little bit more complex, unfortunately.
0: The opportunity and ability to provide high-tech talent is an advantage for all Malaysians. This podcast is brought to you by InvestGL. Stay tuned for our next episode as we speak to another multinational. Thank you.